Hello, I'm Afia Salter and I'm here to help ambitious women just like you learn how to unapologetically manifest an extraordinary life. Whether that's finally finding and living your soul's purpose, building the business of your dreams, or kicking it back with a cocktail, margarita for me, you best believe I'm right there alongside you, strapping in for the ride. Okay, gorgeous. Ready to dive in? Let's do it. Hello, beautiful being, and welcome back to the Manifest Edit podcast. And if it's your first time here, welcome for the first time. And remember to hit subscribe so you get updated on all the future episodes because there are new episodes every Wednesday and sometimes even bonus episodes too. And I don't want you to miss out. This week on the Manifest Edit podcast, I'm going to be breaking down small ways that you can begin to stop people pleasing and be more empowered in the way that you're showing up. People pleasing is not only something that I have experienced myself, but it's one of the biggest challenges that my clients face as well, particularly as a lot of the women that I work with are parents and that can often mean that they are used to putting everyone in their family before themselves. So when we begin the process of working together, it's always really exciting to kind of watch people come home to themselves as they invest that time, energy, and of course also money into their own growth and also into their own desires. So today in this episode, what I wanted to do for you was to distill a bit of that magic and to really help you begin asking yourself some some important questions about how you're showing up, why you're people-pleasing, and what you can do to shift those people-pleasing behaviors moving forward. In life updates, I did an all-time first for me. Something you should know about me is that I'm somewhat of a snob when it comes to films and TV. Like, I really enjoy films and TV, so I, <laughs> I like to do my research. I like to read the wikipedia pages i like to read the imd if i see something has a five i'm i'm not going to dedicate my time to watching it i'm just not going to do it she's a busy gal i don't want to watch something that the majority of people have said is shit because the majority of time they're right so anyway the other day i was looking for something to watch on netflix and if you don't know australian netflix is shit (laughs) australian netflix is just not it's just not good. I guess they just don't have the licensing agreement, which means they get less stuff. So I was struggling to find something on there to watch. And there was something that I was like, oh, this totally sounds like the kind of program that I'd be into. But I've kn- I know that I've passed over it a few times because it has really bad reviews. I think it had like a 5.2 on IMDb or something. But I was like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to give like one episode a go, see how it is, because it, it sounds like something that I would enjoy. And in case you're wondering, the show is called Welcome to Eden. It's a Spanish show, I I believe. Anyway, I watched the first episode. I was like, I'm really into this. This is like, this is good. And I don't want to give too much away in case you are going to go on to watch it. There are some gaping, and I mean gaping plot holes, okay? The premise of the show is that they have this like project x type party where they invite 100 people to an island but five people from the 100 are chosen for something that you later find out and yeah i mean without even giving too much away from the show first of all you're like why would they invite 100 people to an island if they only need five it makes no sense whatsoever but you overlook that and if you can just get yourself into the practice and into the habit of overlooking these gaping plot holes it's actually really enjoyable. (laughs) 
I'm really into stuff that is otherworldly, futuristic, that kind of vibe. And that was exactly what was encapsulated in this. Also, I really love the international uh, TV shows that Netflix does. They do some really good international series like Baby, Elite, The Cable Girls. There's loads of series that Netflix do internationally on Money Heist, of course. And and everyone this is the thing with their international series this is why the international series are so good because all of the actors are beautiful they are all so hot and something else that i really appreciated that they did well was the relationship pairings there was a lot of gay relationships but not just for the sake of oh, he's gay like big reveal they were really normalized as they should be i feel like with a lot of tv shows they have a gay relationship but it's a big focus on it being a gay relationship whereas in this show they were just normal relationships as they should be and i really appreciated i really appreciated that and as well there was a character who was deaf and it wasn't a big thing that they were deaf you just notice oh this one character is being signed to and then you realize that they're deaf so i appreciated the way that they integrated and integrate that into the show so I would probably recommend it I would say that it's up there on the recommend list and now that I finished that I'm going back and watching the old series so I'm currently re-watching the OC oh my goodness this is so good I don't think I've ever watched it all the way through I know with these shows like you get to about season five and it's just a money grab but I miss 22 episode shows 22 episode shows it's so good um so if you have any recommendations for shows from ye old times i think also on my list i have 90210 maybe even was that one with the two like basketball guys lucas and the other one but but uh, one tree hill but the characters in that are quite annoying so (laughs) i don't know i don't know but that's what that's what i've been up to in my personal life in terms of tv watching in case you're wondering for some recommendations from me there you go and now into today's episode People pleasing is something that I'm always really excited to talk about because the more we can begin to undo these behaviors and tendencies, the deeper a relationship you can build with yourself. It's also something that I personally have a lot of experience with, especially when I was younger and in university and even in high school, I felt like I had something to prove and I I do think that part of that was due to my mom passing away at a young age and I had something to prove to I felt like I had something to prove to other people that I could make something of myself I had I felt like I had that to prove to myself and I remember distinctly and this is something that I've spoken about on the podcast before that my history teacher really supported me at school with just going the extra mile, helping me with my personal statement to get into uni, really helping me to become very passionate about her subject. The first year after my mom passed away as well, she made me a birthday card, which was just so sweet. And I really wanted to impress, Not it wasn't even impress her, I really wanted to do well for her. And I remember at one specific period we had a prelim which is like a practice exam and it's also what they use if you get bad results in your exam and they need to prove that something it happened within your exam that caused you not to perform at your normal level so i had my prelim for history which i was pretty 
I, I got a B, which I was pretty happy with. And my history teacher called me in and she sat me down and she's like, got your results to prelim. It's a B, you must be so disappointed. And I remember really taking it to heart that she had said that I must be so disappointed. And I always looked at it as she was disappointed that I didn't get a B. But what I actually think is, now looking back at it with the benefit of hindsight was that she knew how hard I was on myself so she was kind of trying to alleviate some of the feelings negative feelings that I would have towards myself but I always took it to be she wanted me to get an A and I failed her and internalizing that and having it impact the way that I actually ended up feeling about myself and that's one of the things with people pleasing is that living up to someone else's standards or someone else's perceived standards because you don't even know that that's actually what they want from you right it's just an opinion that you have that you have crystallized as fact in your mind but you don't know that it's fact right and those opinions that you believe other people have of you can become your entire worldview and it's such a toxic way to live because those standards are impossible the goalposts are always going to move and you're never going to arrive at what you think somebody else wants from you because you don't actually know what they want from you and you also don't have an obligation to live up to what what they want even if they if you do know so one of the biggest things i want you to remember when it comes to people pleasing is that being so invested in pleasing other people is actually a form of self-betrayal it is betraying yourself because you are showing up more for someone else than you are for yourself and you should always be your number one priority and i don't care if you have kids you have a partner you have friends you have other people who rely on you who need you even if you have all of that the best way that you can show up for those people is by showing up for yourself first because if you don't have the energy yourself how are you going to be able to support the other person to the fullest extent of your capabilities you're not so remind yourself of what your priorities actually are that's the first thing remind yourself of what your priorities actually are in the moment it can be very easy just to to want to default to saying yes to not letting other people down making up all of these things that the in your head that it will mean if you say no to doing what someone else asks of you or wants from you but in the moment i encourage you now to remind yourself of what your priorities are and in order to remind yourself of what your priorities are you need to know what your priorities actually are so last month in the becoming her collective which is my membership program it was all about setting a standard for the life that you want to live and in order to set a standard for the lives that the women inside wanted to live they were creating a new narrative and that looked like understanding what their old narrative was and creating a new story that they were going to live by and it was such an eye-opening process for everyone to see what those stories were and how much power they actually had over those stories as well. So if you haven't already, make sure you know what your priorities are so that you can remind yourself when you are in a situation where someone asks something of you. And I want you to get into the habit, into the practice of reminding yourself what your priorities are in that moment even if only for a split second. So for example, yesterday I invited my friend out for dinner 
And it works well for us to kind of do things last minute because otherwise we are just orbiting around each other's schedule until the end of time. So we organized dinner for 7 p.m. And they actually ended up messaging me a couple of hours before and said, hey, could we actually change this to an hour later? I'm thinking, can we change this to an hour later? Is this going to mean that I'm not going to get home until like going to for dinner at eight is quite late also also going for dinner at eight really means going for dinner at 8 15 with us too so I knew I wouldn't get home until quite late and I was like oh it's gonna mean like I'm, I'm gonna be going to bed later gonna be tired however it was a priority for me this week it's been a priority for me to spend more time with my friends because I have been so work focused in the past weeks so it's it was a really good thing for me to just have that quick check-in quick top quick top quick quick touch point quick touch point because that touch point allowed me to see actually no this isn't people pleasing this is what I want as well and this is serving both of us whereas if I had have said yes to 8 p.m but it was going to mean that I was unable to get some work done or I was gonna be negating responsibilities that I had then it would have been a different conversation so it's really good to get into the habit of giving yourself those quick touch points and those quick check-ins so that you can stay on course to what's important for you with not only how you want to show up but how you want to feel so I knew that and even I check in my moods I did an episode all about this where I check in my moods every day when I do my meditation Um, Without a doubt, the number one thing that makes me feel happiest when I do my happy check-ins and I'm having an amazing time is when I'm spending time with my friends. It's, It's the thing that makes me most happy in my life, which was surprising to me, actually. I mean, obviously, I know that I care about my friends, but I didn't realize how much of an impact it had on my mood, spending time with people that I cared about. So all of this to say, it is important to know what your priorities are. Second of all, Do not default to disempowering statements. Number one, number one in the disempowering statements list. I don't know what I want. Lies, lies. (laughs) This was like, with my ex-partner, this was one of the things. And it's such a non-argument, but one of the things that we used to get in arguments about was not knowing where we wanted to go for dinner. And I would say, I don't know. Actually, I did know. Like, I do know what I want to eat. I have very, very specific eating habits centered around (laughs) dopamine derival. I I eat food that's going to make me happy in the moment. So usually I have specific cravings for a week or so and then it changes to something else. So most of the time I actually do know what I want to eat and I'm sure you've been in a situation where you've said oh I don't know what I want to eat and they're like okay well why don't we go for Italian you're like "Mm, not that though okay sure let's go for Indian Mm, but but not Indian either so what do you actually want and we default to these disempowering statements because we are used to saying them but just because you're used to something does not mean that it's the truth of you So for the next week, I want you to notice where you are defaulting to disempowering statements in your life. Maybe it's saying, I don't know what I want, or I can't do it, 
and this is I can't do it as in relation to your goals not I can't do it in regards to turning down plans which you actually do not have capacity for you will know yourself whether you're seeing something that is disempowering so I want you to look out for these statements throughout your life in the next week or so and you will be surprised my friend you will be surprised how many of them just come up in day-to-day conversation I used to be like this it was very easy for me to default to disempowering statements. So now when I am noticing these disempowering statements, I had last week, I was feeling a bit down on myself and noticing more things about my my skin or my body that I wasn't entirely happy with, which is really not normal for me and is not something that I experienced a lot. So I was really noticing these disempowering statements I was having about like, oh, your skin's so gross right now and stuff like that. And it was really making me feel, number one, the statements themselves were making me feel shitty. But number two, I was feeling sad for myself that these statements were coming up because it's not true. And I actually, when I went to friend when I went to dinner with my friend, I was like, I think I need to Botox in my forehead. I've got a line in my forehead. And I was frowning at her to show her said line. And she was like, you're absolutely fine. There's hardly anything even there. And kind of gave me a reality check to come back down to earth. But we have these moments, we go through these cycles of of these patterns coming up. And I feel, although ultimately I would like not to be saying these things at all, I'm glad that I can recognize that the things that I'm saying are, are crazy. I can, I'm glad that I can see fear. you're having a moment where you're being completely unhinged right now and and that's good for me and sometimes even just that act alone of recognizing when you're saying the statements it can be more empowering than than not having the statements at all because you can recognize when something isn't true rather than just believing everything you say at face value finally the last small way to stop people pleasing and start prioritizing yourself is give yourself permission to grow my darling even if your growth means outgrowing other people this was a hard one for me actually was recognizing that in order to up level in the way that i wanted to up level i was gonna have to make some decisions that were going to isolate me from people that were previously a big part of my life and that was going to mean a choice between my growth and their friendship that is extremely confronting it may be a choice between your growth and a relationship. I've had to make that decision in the past as well. And there have been times in the yesteryears where I've chosen, ah, you know what, I'll just keep this person around instead. It's much easier just to keep this person around than to cut this person out of my life. I have since learned differently. I feel differently now. And not everybody is meant to be in your life forever. Some people are meant to be in your life for a season, for a reason. And it really takes valuing yourself to know that. And when I have friends and I can see that they're in a relationship where the other person doesn't necessarily value them and some of the ways that they're being treated, in my opinion, are not right, I know that no matter what I say, it really isn't going to have that much of an impact on how that person feels about the relationship unless they also value themselves to the extent 
where they can see it too. And sometimes the best way that you can support a person in that situation is by sharing your opinion a couple of times and then as painful as it is, you have to step back and let them come to their own conclusions because otherwise you're going to risk pushing that person away and into the arms of someone who is ultimately does not have their best interests at heart. And I've also had in the past where I have had to actually end up distancing myself from that person completely, which which is really hard. But you have to remember that you have to give yourself that permission to to grow and you have to put yourself first in these situations. Giving yourself permission to grow doesn't just mean outgrowing other people. It also means growing into new people, which is really fun and exciting. So I have shared that I have been part of one of the reasons that inspired me to create my membership program, The Becoming Her Collective, was because of the past year, really, of the fitness and health and well-being memberships I've been part of in my in my 3D world, in my reality, like yoga membership, a private wellness club that I'm part of, and the people that I have been surrounded by as a result of, of dedicating my time, energy, and investing money into these spaces. And that's one of the reasons that inspired me to create my membership program, to create that all of that magic that I had experienced, but in an online space that was going to allow people to grow into themselves too. And it's been a joy for the people that I'm surrounded by, even just the the staff, not even just the staff, but even the staff. When I go into my yoga studio and my yoga teacher says, hi, Fia, how are you today? Or not seeing you for a couple of days. I like that. Same when I go into my private wellness club, it's like, oh, I missed you when you were away. And I'm like, oh, you know who I am? Cool. And it's really nice for other people to appreciate you and to have people in your life who, who are cheering you on and who are in your corner. The other day, I had a new friend come up to me and we were at a social event, so there were loads of people around. So she came up to me and she said, I know that we don't know each other that well just yet but I just wanted to say that there is something about you that is so inspiring to me right now and you're one of the most inspiring people in my life and I really appreciate the positive attitude that you have towards things and it just was probably one of the best compliments that I have ever received and it just goes to show that you are grow. you know it's just a demonstration of growing into those new spaces and growing into that person's awareness because another thing that person said was you know it's it's made me look at maybe I do need to have a look at the relationships that I currently have in my life if someone that I don't know that well is one of the most inspiring people to me but it was it was also nice that she said that because I was like oh this is someone that I actually wanted to be friends with more anyway so you're outgrowing other people doesn't mean, oh no, there's going to be a gaping empty space in my life where that person is gone. It means that you are creating space for new energy, new people, new growth, new goals, new everything. And that is a really exciting and beautiful place to be in. So to conclude, don't betray yourself in service of other people, okay? Do not betray yourself in favor of other people because that is serving no one, least of all you. And if you love what we've explored here together today and would love to go even deeper into what we've been talking about, come join us inside the Becoming Her Collective because this month we are talking all about 
asking yourself bigger questions and diving into powerful questions that are not only going to shift your perspective on reality, but they're going to change the way that you experience your reality as well. Some of the things that we've spoken about today are just the tip of the iceberg with how deep it can really go and how much there is yet to explore of yourself. And I would love to support you on that journey of becoming You can find out everything you need to know about the Becoming Her Collective by heading to the link in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in today. I am so glad to have you here. And if you love what you've heard, remember to subscribe and leave a review because it helps even more people find and enjoy the podcast. And I just appreciate it so much. One last thing before you go, what was your biggest takeaway today? Screenshot the episode and share on Instagram at afiasalter underscore to let me know. Okay, can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, gorgeous. 